You're listening to Flipping Tables on Sunrise Robot. Wait, 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 wait. No music. Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. This is the one-year anniversary of Flipping Tables. We're episode 52, and we're not just one podcast anymore. We're part of a network, and that network is Sunrise Robot. So did somebody pick us up? Are we on somebody's network? We made our own. Don't you remember this? Like past few months, we've been working on this. Man. That's that's what we've been okay. doing. I, I totally blacked out. <laughs> yeah, for three months. <laughs> so we have to. I think we have to start with our mascot. So why the Sunrise Robot? What's his name? Where did he come from? Yeah. So if you go to sunriserobot.net, as you probably had to do to get to this episode, <laughs> uh, you you saw our, our nice robot on the header, and that's Helios or H three L I O S. Um, designed by Matt Duncan and Lars Dagenhart. And I have to, so uh, a, a fan of the show, a friend of mine is a career chemist, and I asked him if that would actually work out to anything. And uh, it is ridiculously, ridiculously <laughs> impossible to like <laughs> hold down. And I was like, that's even better. I was like, I, before I just thought it looked cool. I was like, now it's scientifically well, it's, it's awesome. Like trihydrogen, lithium, oxygen. Is, yeah. is S one of the elements? Yeah, trihydrogen, lithium is uh, its decay rate is a millionth of a second. <laughs> and I was like, well, if that's all we have to beat to be considered successful, <laughs> then we're good. Yeah. So, so so why are we doing this? Yeah, that's that's a good good thing to to ask. Um before that, I do want to say a little bit about so this network uh we're starting with five shows. So Flipping Tables and uh the Pseudo Book podcast is now known as The Pseudo Show. That's uh my other show with my brother and we're interviewing creative people. And then we got a couple new shows which you can check out Likely Story, Some Pulp and Bits and Pieces. And uh, I won't go into what they're all about, but you should check them out. And uh, and who did all that beautiful cover art for those? Yeah, um, I, I, I created all these covers <laughs> and also wrote a lot of theme music. So, um, yeah, apparently I'm responsible for everything. So. Yeah, I think if it hasn't become depressingly clear to our <laughs> listening audience, I my entire job is sitting in front of this microphone and sounding angry. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you had a huge part, which we'll get into later. Um so why are we doing this? I'm going to throw it back on you. <laughs> so I think we talked about this a little bit when we first started, but this podcast kind of started because you and I, you know, our offices are near each other. We would just kind of shoot the shit a lot about games and tech. And for like weeks, you were like, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. And then one day you were like, we're going to record tomorrow. And then I was like, okay, he's someone wrote a check and signed my name to the bottom. So now I have to do it. Which is kind of nice because you get like an accountability buddy. Yeah. And here we are 52 weeks into it and we have not missed a single – not yeah. a single week. A sing, we were like late a couple days. We had to record early a few times. But we've released on time and what I think is – and you know, pat myself on the back – a high-quality product that you yeah. put out <laughs> every single week. Which is – most people do not take their hobbies that seriously. Yeah, seriously. Um, we're getting into something more than When I joined right at the beginning, we were kind of like, well, maybe we'll do this once a month or twice a month. Let's just see. And then like after we put the first one out, it's like, you want to record next week? <laughs> and then, Let's just do it again. Yeah, I think that, that feeling of not missing a single week and still enjoying it is sort of like a sign of like maybe we could turn this into something bigger. And um, clearly we have a taste for this and it's not just something we're going to bail on. Well, I think 
part of it for uh, for both of us was we were, I don't know, maybe a month or two in, and we were both like, we want to record shows about other stuff. <laughs> and it was like, so then you started the pseudo show with your brother, formerly the pseudo book podcast, yep. <laughs> and, uh, and you guys interviewed some awesome people, and like that went off in its own cool direction. So there was no overlap. And then like there's a show that I'm thinking about starting up. Um, some of our other collaborators have started shows that are now going to be like under our umbrella. So, you know, we were able to help people who were interested in doing this, like get started and kind of get rolling. Mm -hmm. And I think I just, I hate the corniness of when people say like, well, you're never going to follow through unless you have like a passion project. And it's, it's really true. It's really <laughs> right. Like I never would have sat down and played with these tools this much. I mean, would you, do you just no. sit around and tinker for hours? Not really. Not like this. No. And I mean, that's the, I feel like stuck harping on the 52 weeks, not missing it again. Cause there's a lot of things I dabble in. Like seems like every month I'm switching between music or programming or design or some other arena where like, I think over time I'm getting better at these things, but it's never been like a consistent, like I just spent a whole year doing only music. Right. And which I mean, I'm fine switching gears and like sometimes you get burnout on one thing and you want to switch, but this has been a really nice anchor of like every week we're going to put something out and yep. it's going to be good. Well, I think you told me uh, when you were playing music more regularly, you said there's no incentive to practice like booking a show. Yeah. <laughs> if you commit to a show where you have to play for an hour, but you only know enough songs to play for 20 minutes, it's like, well, I better go practice. <laughs> I was going to rewatch all of Breaking Bad in one sitting, but I should probably go practice. Exactly. Not that Breaking Bad's a waste of time. So the, the one other reason for doing this other than that we enjoy it, which would be enough on its own, um, but informs some, some of our approach, which we'll get into, is um, it was a great excuse to get better at some things or to, to do some things with a real-world project, um, namely building our website and building how we publish episodes. Yeah, I think – so you had all this awesome audio knowledge and stuff coming in and – like I've already learned more about audio quality, which has now turned me into like a, not quite a snob, but <laughs> when I listen to something that's like it's it's got a lot of uh, a lot of this, where like they're nowhere near the mic, and I'm like, oh, that guy sucks. Like his mic <laughs> technique sucks. <laughs> like I listen to our old episodes, and I'm like, oh, I'm that guy. <laughs> I suck. Like this is hard. This is really hard, and you have to get better at it over time. <laughs> But like, so not only do I now appreciate like a higher quality product, but it's helped give me the focus to like improve what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So I guess the, that gap from hobby to serious hobby <laughs> is, uh, or, or, or business is when you, uh, you start to think like, well, now I'm not just doing this. I have to practice this. I have to get good at it. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can still practice something with joy, that's something you actually like doing. Otherwise it becomes you know, sad face work. Yeah. So, so there's a lot beyond the, the why there's the how. So, um, there, maybe this would pose the question, like there's a lot of different ways you can put podcasts out there and starting off, we were very simple. It was like all in Dropbox, all very shanty town, like <laughs> something could break. Dropbox could say, you know what? Stop doing that. You, this is not what our service is for at any moment. Oh yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, if they got wind of people using, and the thing is that we both read tons of blog posts where they were like, yeah, you can just host your thing in Dropbox. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's fine for now. And that, I mean, that was wonderful for, 
for the the early stage of like we just want to start this and we don't want to drop a bunch of money on this but going into more professional mode like there's a couple different paths you can take and one of them is pull something off the shelf that some other companies already set up and just start slotting your audio files in there and yeah and there's a few big 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 names in this space and I'm not going to name names, but it's like we looked at each one. We we're like, okay, they do 50% of what we want and 50% of things we really don't like. Yeah. And then this other one, it was like, well, they do 70% of what we want, but we hate the other 30% and it's really expensive. Yeah. So it was just like a lot of, eh, eh. So the other solutions out there were terrible. So what did we do? Well, we needed someplace to host data, right? And we're lucky to live in a time where that is not an expensive proposition, but there's other stuff that goes along with it. Like we want to know if people are actually listening because we had some analytics before and I was actually really happy that when we started hosting our files with Libsyn, it was like way more people than I thought from because Google analytics is not meant for this. It's just not most people subscribe to podcasts. They never, you know, yeah, they're not interacting with the website much once they're locked in as a listener. Yeah. Unless there's like, an awesome video in the show notes. But even those people, like, I know I go through show notes through my podcast. Yeah, we ship them in the metadata. Yeah, I mean, like, I love a lot of Twitch shows and 5 by 5 shows, and they get no website hits off of me. Um, So we ended up going with Libsyn to host all of our files, and and having those, like, built-in statistics was kind of, like, a huge ego stroker. I was like, whoa, people are listening. (laughs) That's awesome. So I, I like to back up and kind of, like, the guiding principle for me of, like, it was deciding where are areas where we don't want to reinvent what someone else has already solved and where are the areas where we want to play in or we want to control or do something custom in. Definitely. And I think hosting was definitely a, I don't want to reinvent this. Yeah. Hosting MP3 files. Libsyn's really good at that. Tons of podcasts we admire are still using them. Um, you know, it's, it's an expense, but and, you know, we, we briefly examined, like, do we go to Amazon? Do we go to, you know, S3 or or some other similar thing? And it was kind of yeah, like... Yeah, we got, like, knee-deep into Amazon, and then we were like, uh, <laughs> this isn't right. Yeah, and the struggle is if you succeed. <laughs> yeah, then, it's, then you're paying for it. But that's, the, that's why I think even so many of these big-name podcasts use uh, a service like Libsyn or Blurberry or however you say their name, because with Amazon, they their pricing structure is kind of centered around if you do this, we're going to make you pay us money. (laughs) So, I mean, they're very upfront. Like if you get a thousand downloads, we're going to charge you less than if you get 10,000 downloads or a million downloads or more than if it's five downloads. So it's like, they're very clear that it's an a la carte service. Whereas like Libsyn and Burberry and all those other ones, like they're it's scaled from the beginning. Yeah. And they do, I mean, they hook in in some, some interesting ways. So this is actually a good example of Libsyn also provides RSS feeds and a website and all these other things. And, and we didn't not, use any of them. Yeah, we really just wanted <laughs> them to spit MP3 files at our users as quickly and efficiently as possible. Exactly. So so what and, did we do with our website? So that's one of the arenas where we were both very interested in controlling and, and making something ourselves. and. Um, I, I have nothing against people who are just interested in, you know what, I just want to record a show and put it out, and I'm not a web designer, and I don't care. Like, more power to you if that's not the, the challenge you enjoy. But I didn't want to just throw up a WordPress site or something like that. I wanted to make something 
just for us. Yep. Well, I think, and you have a very sharp design eye, and you have strong feelings about the way things perform technically. I have strong feelings about that. We've both used WordPress, and we're both kind of like, eh, it's, you know, it's WordPress. A lot of people use it, but it's not optimal for this solution. It's just good enough for yeah. almost everything. And again, if, if web design isn't something you want to do on your project, then there's thousands of themes. It's easy to stand up WordPress on any web host anywhere, yeah, ever, ever, and all of time. Yeah, and probably so, one of the reasons they've stuck with PHP all this time. Yeah. So I got nothing against WordPress. It's a great thing to exist in the world. But um, we decided to hand code our website. And uh, so... One of the things I had no experience with was some of the frameworks out there, namely Bootstrap. Yep. And so this was the most wonderful excuse to be like, I'm going to build a Bootstrap website. And yeah, from the ground up, no existing design. Yeah. Which is so the the construction of the HTML is happening through middleman, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think it's interesting to use Bootstrap with middleman because there's like if you ask most web designers, they'll say like most beat bootstrap bootstrap. That's the new Apple product. Most <laughs> bootstrap uh, websites look kind of the same, right? They have the login bar along the top, and then they have like a big header image, and then they have you know list of features or buttons to press for whatever kind of web app it is. But we're not really building a web app, so there's no login bar. You know, it's we have this beautiful grid of amazing artwork you did. So like it, it doesn't feel like a bootstrap site. Yeah, and that was important to me too, of like I that's part of why I didn't want to just rock a WordPress site because I didn't want it to to look like just another themed WordPress blog. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's the tags, there's the permalink, there's the Yeah. There's the little calendar with the little day yeah. in the gray circle so and you know what today is. Sometimes I just found it's a lot easier to build the things you need instead of chop off all the branches you don't need off of a, a bigger product that's serving a hundred masters. Yeah. And that's the feeling with WordPress is it's got posts and pages and authors and themes and templates and yeah. widgets. It's, it's meant and, for blogging. And it's, I mean, it's meant well, for... Well, and now it's a content manager. Now system. I doubt hardly anyone blogs on WordPress. <laughs> well, no, there's plenty true. of blogging, but there's mostly business websites, I think. Yeah, because it's... It's great when you need non-technical people to be able to go in and edit a page or whatever, but we're technical people, so we don't need that level of hand-holding. And if that's the main perk, then that's a problem for us. you know. Yeah. And we had a, a similar thing um, with Squarespace because I know people who use Squarespace for their personal sites and for their businesses, and it it's like gangbusters. Yeah. But the problem we would have had with Squarespace is it's meant – to kind of serve one master. It's like this one page. Um, I know a couple of really successful podcasts that are hosted on Squarespace, but it's one show. We yeah. needed to be able to start with five yeah. and grow from there. So Squarespace is it a, I'd actually, I'd rather use Squarespace than WordPress, but it's, again, it's just like, well, this is an awesome screwdriver, well, but I really don't need a screwdriver. Yeah, you just reach this point where you're going to have to hack the tool so hard that I really think 
just going ground up our own stuff was the right move. And so that poses the, the problem that I want to throw to you, which is, so we coded this great website statically, like just HTML. So how do we make that so we don't have to just edit HTML the rest of our lives <laughs> manually and do, you know, super not dry? Like, <laughs> So I, I need to find out this guy's name because I feel like I owe him a high five. I was at uh, Rocky Mountain Ruby so many months ago, and he gave a presentation about static websites for businesses and how everybody thinks they need like an administrative interface and they're wrong, (laughs) (laughs) especially in a case like ours where the only people who are going to be editing these files like you and I both love Markdown. Yeah. Like that editing and Markdown is not a punishment. That's a reward. <laughs> yes. Like I don't want a WYSIWYG editor. I want flat text. Yeah. So I had been using Jekyll for my uh, personal blog for I don't know a couple of years now, and that's a static site generator, and it's it works great. I love it. But the way this guy talked up Middleman, I was like, I have to go look at this tool because. He's specifically talking about how it's better than Jekyll. Yeah. It's like, I really love Jekyll. So just in like 10 words, what is Middleman? Middleman is a static site generator. Okay. And what that means is you throw a bunch of uh, markdown content at it. So let's say you have show notes for episode 52 of Flipping Tables that you can find at sunriserobot.net slash flipping tables slash 52. And... Uh, And you don't want to have to create an entire new HTML page. You just have to write the show notes in Markdown, and then it takes that template and puts it into a layout so that they look like every other show notes page. And then puts in just the new key pieces of information. And then, so it's like halfway between CMS and doing it all by hand. Yeah, because then it'll it'll rebuild your site so that your list of articles now has this new entry and so forth. If you created a whole new show or whatever, it'll it'll just reimagine your site and then you just push the new website up. Exactly, and it's it's incremental changes, which is a big deal for uh, storage and bandwidth. Because if you know, once we get to ten shows that all have 150 plus episodes. That's you don't want to have to re-upload that every single time. You just want to upload the one new episode change. Yeah. Um, and I won't get into the gritty details of it, but we're using Git on the back to like version manage it all, and it's so nerdy up in here. I love yeah. it. Yeah, we put our website on GitHub. We did. <laughs> so if if you find something wrong on our website, pull request. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's GitHub.com slash Sunrise Robot for the organization. So yeah, if there's some horrible typo or something, do it. And don't look at my CSS, please. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we've both become very familiar with the uh, the yuppie Silicon Valley MVP thing, the minimum viable product. Yeah, and I get why there's a lot of hate thrown in the direction of of Silicon Valley sometimes, but they're not all stupid. <laughs> Some of their ideas make a lot of sense, and. MVP, like we were, we were discussing features, and we'd be like, "Oh yeah, we could do whatever," and then this other thing, and we'll make it huge, and it'll be it. And we were both like, "No, not MVP. It does mm-hmm. not have to be there on day one." And then I think there's a couple features. I don't know about you, but there's a couple things we talked about. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, "Not only is this not MVP, but now I'm thinking this is not ever. <laughs> like maybe that feature wasn't that important. It was just shiny. Yeah, you know." So like, well, we. I mean, I've talked about like, do we want the homepage to like reorder every time so that the newest episode is listed first? Yeah, and like stuff may- exactly like that. Maybe, but really, people should just subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my. 
I my hope and now seeing statistics for for a couple of months here on Libsyn is my knowledge is that that is what most people do. You know, I've talked to some of our listeners on Twitter and on Google Plus, and and I know you've talked to some people on Facebook, and we just flat out ask them like, oh, how do you get the show? Do you because for a while we did YouTube. Which, yeah. again, you made beautiful, hilarious like cover arts for every single show. But it was like, that's a lot of overhead. For, yeah. And no one uses it that way. No, we'd get like 15 yeah. plays. Yeah, and then we'd all the rest of our plays would all come through subscriptions. And I was like, well, that, okay, so let's serve – let's make that as good as it can be. Well, and it's making sure you spend the time on the things you actually want to spend your time on. And yeah, so, I'm not in love with the YouTube pay model anyway. So. Yeah, I mean – for me, YouTube was a, an SEO gamble of like Google search results benefit if you have YouTube content. But maybe there's another way to do that. Maybe we'll find an outlet for small video things that aren't just episodes thrown on YouTube. Right. Yeah, their video um, could be coming. Yeah. So there is. we did consider one other tool, SharePoint, Microsoft <laughs> SharePoint, um, for a website. Can you even – you kind of got that out with a straight face, almost, which I'm very impressed. because I had to keep looking away from you. Um, yeah, no, fuck SharePoint. <laughs> there it is. Um, so what are we going to do now? Like we have our, our sites up. It's actually been up for a couple of days. If anyone's <laughs> super eagle eyed, like I, you, so you've launched CDs before you're released, you released CDs before and, and individual songs and, and other projects. You've been part of movies and just all this amazing crap. <laughs> the week leading up. Yes, amazing crap. The week leading up to release, have you learned to get over the jitters? No. I got the jitters. No. <laughs> no, can't help it. It's it's there, man. And it's it's like awesome, but every time like because we use Slack for Sunrise Robot, and every time like I wanted to take I got a new office recently and I wanted to take a picture of the office. And then after I took it, I realized the Sunrise Robot was up on my screen because I was working on it. I was like, oh, Mike, you think it's okay if I share this <laughs> with it on there? And then you were like, yeah, go for it. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, it'll be an amazing Easter egg. And <laughs> someone will see it on Twitter and they'll be like, hey, what website were you looking at? Yeah. Like, SunriseRobot.net, duh. Yeah, I think there's a this like moment you cross of like for a while it's just like how the hell are we going to get this done in time? And then you kind of get to the point where you become confident, like, oh, we're ready. We are, yeah. we're pulling it off. And when you have that confidence of like, oh, hell yeah, this is going to be great. Then it's just pure <laughs> mania. <laughs> Endorphins <laughs> flying. You know, I don't think I told you, but when you, uh, cause so for this project, it was, I, I don't know if it just happened by accident, but it was split. Like you were going to do the design and I was going to do the middleman stuff. Um, and I mean, you, you write some Ruby, like you could figure out middleman. It's a really friendly tool. Um, but that's just kind of how the work fell. And like you were, you were crunching away on designs and you were sending me like mock-up screenshots and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I just have to template them. It's no big deal. <laughs> and then you sent them to me and I had Vim open and it's just like this beautiful, perfectly indented <laughs> HTML that I now have to break horribly and like shove ERB into. And I was just like, oh my God. I don't want to do this. It's a beautiful work of art. I'm going to take some shares to it. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, anybody who looked at our code would be like, well, yeah, it works. Yeah. That's That's why I said don't look at my CSS because it's it's probably could be refactored really well and still be readable. But the indenting on our our HTML is like all over the place. 
But it, you know what? That doesn't matter because it, it works. That's it's, for machines. That's for <laughs> machines. And this is um, – you know, this is like we've we've spent a year polishing our audio product and our our radio voices, and you know now this is like another part of our project that we want to take on. Like, I'm excited to learn Hamel and SAS, and like I know you you know you're excited to like not have to look in 50 places to see what color you used. You can just use the color variable for yeah. the name. Like, thank you, Hampton, for making SAS and Hamel. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah. Like 50% of the tools we're going to use in the next couple of weeks are from one guy. <laughs> you are responsible for our success. <laughs> or failure, but success. <laughs> so what now? So we built this thing. What's it for? What does it do? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, it's a podcast network. Oh, and actually, damn. So we're going to do an aside here. Um, you may have noticed, if you've been listening for a long time, that we stopped using the word podcast. And the reason that I like calling them shows is because they're not just for iPods. And that's probably the nitpickiest thing I've ever <laughs> said out loud, which is saying something. But I feel like if you ask the average person, what's a podcast, they'd be like, oh, why well, it's something you listen to on your iPod or your iPhone. And for, out of all of the weird coincidences in the world, this was the year, this past year was the year, the most successful podcast ever Yeah, by like an order of magnitude launched. Did you, did you ever listen to Serial? Nope. Never got around to it? It's, you know, it's good. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's like this is a good time to like kind of cement some of this vocabulary. And I think show is way more accurate way to describe what we do. Well, I'm also just thinking it's a more future-proof term. Way more. It's it's an older term, and because of that, more future-proof, because it's kind of like, yeah, it's something meant to entertain you or thrill you or satisfy something you're interested in hearing or seeing. Yeah. And that could take almost any form. Yeah. And podcast is just weirdly, like, technology-specific. Like, well, it's it's syndicated through a certain kind of feed. And I'm like, I don't know if RSS is still going to be the way we distribute these things. Yeah, in five, ten yeah. years, who knows? <laughs> well, and also, somewhere along the line, podcast got cemented as an audio thing. Because I hear people use the Vodcast. phrase... Vodcast. <laughs> that I have not heard. That makes me sad. I was going to say video podcast... Do people really say podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't think it's nearly as popular. Of a okay. Term. <laughs> Gut reaction. Which is worse? Vodcast or vlog? Oh, uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't even either of them. <laughs> okay. That's fair. So, yeah, we, uh, we started because, like, we want to – well, I think it really started because you had another show. You were thinking about another show. I was <laughs> I'm always, like every week, I'm like, I could make a podcast about that. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking about another show, which I haven't started yet, but it's coming. Um, so we, we were kind of like, well, do we really want to have another ghost site? So like, yeah. I, we haven't talked about that much, but what was our old tech stack? We used Dropbox and Ghost, Ghost, which is not a static site publisher, but it did have a Markdown editor, and that was really the only reason I was on it. Because Very attractive. It's it's everyone needs to just steal their Markdown editor because that's how you do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I never want to have to click the bold B or the little U underline ever again. Yeah, and the live preview that's basically real time, excellent. 
Yeah, that's true. That see that's and, I mean Reddit, the magic of like, JavaScript. If you right install there. the Reddit enhancement suite, you get a live preview on Reddit too, but it's not nearly as sexy as what Ghost <laughs> does. Which true. granted Reddit you aren't writing blog posts, you're probably you're, supposed to you're probably being a pedant on what something else said slightly wrong. <laughs> but I mean that's so there was no way we were gonna be able to say like, oh well, let's put flipping tables and formerly the pseudobook podcast, the pseudo show under one umbrella on ghost like that would have been another situation where we're like well we have a tool that doesn't really quite work but if we hammer on it hard enough i mean ghost doesn't even give you access to rudimentary things like a place to store files or analytics (laughs) or any analytics which is they've been promising for a while it's like the one thing they have failed to deliver i mean i edited the theme and threw google in there but (laughs) yeah but that's not they promised built-in analytics. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll deliver because they've delivered on everything else. Yeah. I mean, again, this is sort of like the WordPress case of like Ghost is a solid product. It's kind of amazing how far it's come in the one year, one and a half years it's yeah. been around. Um, more power to them. Keep going on your mission. We wanted to do something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's – I mean with flat HTML and CSS, it's really hard to say I want to do thing A but I can't. Because it's yeah. like, then you can't do it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Like we had pretty much the full, but we didn't, I think something I actually, I didn't mention that we didn't want to do, at least not out of the gate and maybe not ever, was build a content management system. Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, big companies, they have so much going on that they have like a full like Rails app or a Drupal site or SharePoint, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> they have something underneath it because they have technical people editing stuff they have non-technical people they have you know business people who have no technical skills they have artists who have technical skills but that's not what they should be spending their time on whatever kind of mishmash of people for us it was like we want something that's wicked fast looks exactly the way we want it to and we're not going to hemorrhage money trying to keep the servers standing yeah and so i mean we'll see how it goes if we grow this but Static publishing, even on cheap hosting, should carry us for a while, oh, I think. Quite a while, especially because we already know, even from when we were on Ghost, that the majority of people subscribe. Yeah. And they're not even hitting the website. And, and that's the thing where we're leveraging a CDN, is the MP3 files will always be served up fast. Yeah. Super fast, baked in analytics, wheel not reinvented. Yeah. So... Part of the, the joy of, of running this as a network is we, we did add some built-in costs to our lives. And, uh, but we are hoping to scale this up and offer, you know, it's not just flipping tables. It's starting with five shows and they, they won't all be weekly, but every month there's going to be new stuff coming out on yeah. Sunrise Robot. And, uh, and we have a nice mix. I think some are weekly, some are like buy or try weekly, some are monthly. So we have like, there's something for for whatever you're doing, <laughs> whatever pace of there, life. You're there's in. always a sunrise robot show there for you. <laughs> there's a sunrise robot show for that. <laughs> um, but there are some things that we want to invite you as listeners to do that that can really help us out and, and help us make this successful and uh, help us keep producing shows and, and releasing them. And the shows will always be free. We're always going to put out our shows. Yeah, for I think free. that's that's probably the most important front loaded thing. Is like we do this because. We we love what we're doing. We really believe in what we're doing. We're not. Yeah, we we're did not it, trying to punish anybody. We did it for a year <laughs> as a a hobby, and so we, even if this fails and it doesn't take off, we're still going to keep podcasting. It's just going to 
not be <laughs> just be shouting into the void. <laughs> yeah, um, but there are some things that we want to invite listeners to do that could really help us out. And uh, right off the bat is just if you want to support us, we have a Patreon. And uh, with Patreon, it's sort of like Kickstarter, but it's a little more like directly supporting artists on, on an ongoing basis who are making things. And so this isn't like we're going to make a widget for your desk that <laughs> fixes your life, you know, pledge money. But it is more like I like what these guys are doing. I'll give them a dollar a month or, you know, something like that. And uh, if you head to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash sunrise robot, um, there's actually some rewards we've listed, and uh, so you can get your name in the credits as a supporter on our site. Yeah, and I don't know. I've, I've looked at a couple of things on Patreon, and I'm like, oh, but this is a small amount of money. How is that going to help them? And then when I, you like you amortize the cost over their audience or their subscribers or their readers, whatever the the product is, it's like, oh, that's how. So yeah. you know, it's like when you don't have things like crazy distribution costs when you don't have to have a Barnes and Noble open to send your books to and you don't have to own a radio station with a 30 megawatt tower to like broadcast signals like not only are the costs so much lower but these like tools like Patreon and Kickstarter let people kind of like get right to you and they're like hey I like what you're doing but I'm not rich but I just wanted you to have this dollar yeah just so you know that I want you to keep doing what you're doing it's like awesome thank you for that dollar like that's a great signal yeah and our, our costs are low. We like we built this as a really efficient machine. We're we're not wasting money on on excess, but it it will help keep the lights on, so to speak. If you know, even just a dollar would would go a long way to covering our our Libsyn or or some of the other hosting costs. Yeah, and I think some of the new shows that we want to start up, like that means more equipment. Um, it means more time editing. And like you, thank God you have all your amazing <laughs> sound editing skills because. If it was up to me, there'd be a lot of hard cuts and crazy drops and volume <laughs> nonsense. So, like, the, you as an audio engineer would probably get paid a much higher salary than none dollars, <laughs> which is what you're making right now. And the listeners appreciate it. God knows I appreciate it. But, you know, it would be nice if we could, you know, reinvest in not just our hosting costs, but like get better equipment for some of our other hosts so that, you know, they sound even better. Yeah. So Patreon is one very direct way you can you can really make us smile, make us happy, and you know if if you donate, we'll slap your name on a credits page. So check out the rewards we've listed there. Um, but if 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 direct money donation isn't your thing, there's actually a couple other ways uh, you can help us out. And uh, the next one I'm going to throw to you, Lions, is uh, affiliate links. Yeah, so um, we're going to have some on uh, sunriserobot.net/support. Uh, there's going to be a nice little list of ways, including the Patreon, to support us. And those affiliate links, um, and we're we're being very straight up, like those links to specific services or products are ways you can support us. Um, that being said, we both promise, and we, you know, all of our other hosts have agreed to this. We're never going to support anything we don't actually believe in. You know, if. Uh, I don't know. Ford Motor Company comes to me and they're like, well, you know, for an affiliate link, we'll give you a thousand dollars per click. Like, I don't really care about Ford. So it's, I'm not going to yeah. talk them up because I don't really care, you know, but some of the, the services that we've ended up putting on there, like I actually use those services. I believe in those services and, and some of the products we've talked about in the past, um, you know, technical equipment, um, a lot of the podcasting stuff we have, like other pieces of software, we logic to mix everything. 
Mm-hmm. It's like Mac, Apple, fanboy world in this room <laughs> right now, except for my lone Android device. Um, but, you know, all that stuff is like that's all stuff we use because we actually believe in it. So I'm very comfortable recommending it to people. Mm-hmm. So if that's a way you want to support us, if, you know, if it's something you were going to get anyway, if you go through those links on the slash support page, sunriserobot.net slash support, mm-hmm. you know, that's just one more way you can help support the network. Yeah. And uh, this third one is actually the easiest of these things to do, and but actually one of the very important ones, which is rate us on iTunes. So if, if you follow the show... Um, even if you don't use Apple devices to listen to our show, it just turns out that iTunes is an important marketplace of podcasts. Yeah, and, especially uh, their ratings. A yeah. lot of other podcatchers pull that information in. Yeah. So if you if you love what we're doing, then if you could go over to iTunes and actually just give us a thumbs up and throw some stars at us and and write up the show, that would be amazing. We um, that'll that'll be that'll go a long way to. Yeah. increasing what we're doing yeah and you can on itunes you can leave a star rating without leaving a review we would love it if you'd leave a review we'd love to hear from people um we're always accessible on twitter as well but when you if you like us on uh, or rate us on itunes and then leave a review that's something you know other people can see you can help kind of guide more people to a show that you love and mm. if it's a show that you hate that's also useful feedback <laughs> <laughs> yep and uh you mentioned Twitter. Um, we we are launching uh, Sunrise Robot. There's a Twitter and a Facebook that you can find. And m- not to just pimp out everything at once, but <laughs> we are. So Flipping Tables had a Twitter account and has a Facebook page, and we're we're basically retiring that um, to to put everything through the network. And so I know we have a couple of listeners that kind of love tweeting at Flipping Tables, and I mean we're not going to like delete it, but <laughs> well, th- this is I think we both agree on this is. The the network Twitter account is, or even the show's Twitter account um, previously, those were there so that people could like find us, and and that was more accessible. But when people at reply me directly, like when someone gets on and they're like at lines in beta, you know, reply something you said this week, that was hilarious, or you're an idiot, and here's why. Like that's that stuff is amazing, and it's like when they tweet at the show, I see it, and of course, you know, I then go in and reply to them, but. You know, we want people, especially now that, you know, we're kind of responsible for more shows, like we want people to engage with our hosts. So the, yeah. the Twitter accounts for the network will be there. Um, but if you want to talk to us, you can you can talk. Don't be afraid. You and you'll find right to us. on every show page the, the Twitter account at the very least for every single host is, is listed. So yep. um, instead of thinking I want to write to the show, just write to the host. I mean that's what Twitter's really good at is connecting you directly to people. Yep. Um so that's cool. And I mean, we have big plans. And so these different ways of supporting us, um, we hope to make some really cool swag down the road. Um, I mean, I don't want to say anything yet or, or promise <laughs> anything, but, um, you know, this, this robot, this Helios mascot of ours and, uh, some of the graphic design I think is ripe for some really, really cool stuff. I mean, oh yeah, I, I want a hoodie with Helios. On I, it. No, I do. I'm already, I'm looking at different places to get stuff printed up. So I'm like, man, even if I don't sell a single one of these, I will buy one of these. And this is, so uh, just another shout out to uh, to Matt and Lars that that worked on our our logo and uh kind of unintentionally like gave us the whole inspiration for the mascot because at first it was like Mike and I came up with the name and then you know we came up with the mascot but like after we saw it like saw their artwork we were like oh man that like yes that like that, 
It's like, and we, you know, they, they're just, they're both really talented guys and we'll have links to their stuff in the show notes. Um, it's also at the bottom, they get credit yeah. straight in the footer. Um, so if you want to see some of their other artwork and other creative stuff they're doing, you should absolutely check yeah, them out. Yeah, both of them, uh, just to, to pimp them a little bit, are amazing cosplayers. And uh, oh, I haven't seen any of Lars's cosplay. I've only seen so Matt's. So we link straight to his DeviantArt, and his profile pic is an amazing Link cosplay, just right off the bat. Oh, awesome. And I've only I've seen paintings he shared. I need to check that out. Yeah. So um, props to them and for, for helping us create a great identity for the network. So I think the one last little housekeeping thing we have to do is, is RSS feeds. So the one sad, troubling thing when you move from place A, house A to house B, when you have subscribers, is an RSS feed. Yeah. So if you are hearing this, you're probably already subscribed to yeah. the new one. But if you're not a subscriber, if you've just been listening on the website or if you, uh, you just download through like a link that we uh, tweet out every week um, – Definitely make sure you grab that new RSS feed. Um, and if you happen to see the old one somewhere, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old one was part of our Dropbox legacy. And that's one of the things, like, once you set up, you really kind of try not to touch. Yeah. And we were taking this moment of the network launch to be like, all right, let's get these into really stable, controlled locations that, exactly. that we can maintain. Yeah, I think uh, we had uh, a moment early on when... <laughs> We had to make a big edit to that file, and we were like, oh, crap, is this going to change the public share link? Yeah. Because we don't know. We have zero control over Dropbox, so we had to do, like, crazy testing with other files. Well, it's because we were on FeedBurner, which is Ugh. one of the most abandoned products that's still on life support. And it is. Like, I mean, even if you don't know what it is, go to FeedBurner <laughs> and just look at their website and go, like, oh, I just stepped into, you know, I went through a time machine. Yeah. Holy 2001, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Yeah, and that's I, you know I'm we we've had a few people that have reached out to us and they're like oh well I subscribed and then you guys switched from that feed burner URL to this other one and then a couple people who are, are close to us and I was like yeah so we're gonna switch and there's gonna be a resubscribe and they're like oh that that sucks but at least like it's permanent and it's for a good reason <laughs> and like in the back of my mind. Because, you know, up front, I was just like, yeah, you know, cool. Thanks for understanding. And kind of in the back of my mind, I was like, it's so amazing that you are willing to put up with this. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of our people, they're just going to get redirected automatically and because and, technology is amazing. But yeah. for the people who had to do it by hand and who just totally brushed it off, that they don't know how big of a compliment that was. That they were willing to, like, follow me to my new house, find my new address so that they could keep visiting and hanging out. Yeah. I was like, that's a huge compliment. Yeah. We love you guys. Aww. Aww. So that's sort of our, our story of, of the why and the how and, and, and why we're so excited about all of this. The metasode. Yeah, and we promise not to do these meta shows. I mean, it's kind of just gushing brag show. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get right back to the tech news and the gaming next episode, we promise. Yeah, <laughs> um, mainly because I, I think we covered it all. Yeah. It would be just pretty much releasing this episode week after week if we had to talk more about this. The meta show. The meta show. So, Mike, where can people find the show notes for this episode? Yes. So <laughs> you can head to sunriserobot.net slash flipping tables slash 52. Oh, another thing eagle-eyed viewers may notice is we dropped the leading zero. Yeah, mistakes were made. Yeah, do you want to – can I do a quick – 30 second thing about that. Yeah, that do, do, do. <laughs> so when we first uh, were getting ready to start the show a year ago, we said 
well, okay, let's let's just do a three-digit number because if we get to the point where we have more than a thousand episodes, that will be the future's problem. <laughs> and then we got about twenty-six weeks into it, and it occurred to me that the internet has solved the leading zero problem, and you can just make numbers get bigger the other side, pretty much forever. And I just like I'm a t- I know better than that. I don't I know. know how I made that mistake. It, it was some weird like. You know, 20 years ago, operating systems, like, superstition about, like, well, I mean, I think even OSs do it right now, um, but it used to be 1 and then to go 10, 11 yep. to 19. It's, it's, that's exactly the kind two, of thing I was 20, thinking about. 21. And so leading zeros was like, yeah, now it'll list them in the right order. Oh, wait. That, yeah. Oh, wait. That breaks a thousand other things. So now Finder looks awesome and everything else is broken. Yeah. Yeah. So fortunately, because... I tried to outsmart technology once. This time I was way more careful and now all of our old links will still work and they'll redirect to the nice place without the zero and the leading zero is dead forever. No, I mean there's I, – I do want to take one last second to just praise your efforts on not just the middleman but all the, the programming and the – we did have some some nice consultant help from some listeners on – our, our mod rewrite rules. Um, oh, basically, you, you know what? I promised I would shout him out specifically yeah, because he, so Justin, um, he's at Rothgar on Twitter. He, I asked him this totally like 10,000 foot view. Like say I had these two sites <laughs> and I needed to do this complicated redirect. And I mean, I couldn't give him any details. Like I, I was as confusing and unspecific <laughs> as possible. And he fell all over himself to like help me get that straightened out. And uh, I really appreciate it, Justin. That was awesome of you because he was like, what are you doing this for? And I was like, you know, a thing, you know. Yeah. And so thing. what that – so to, to explain it to the non-technical listeners, what, what was happening is moving away from flipping tables, podcast.com and pseudobookpodcast.com, we have all these old links sitting around. And all the old episodes we say, like, go to the show notes at flipping tables podcast slash zero five one. And uh, instead of just leaving those people high and dry, like, well, you get an error page now. Yeah, unacceptable. Um, um, Lions, and with some help from Justin, uh, was able to write server rules. So we still have those domains, but if you type in an old show link – it just automatically sends you to the right place. And that is awesome. And that's something you never have to think about as a viewer. It's just the right thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I I think that was kind of backlash from the leading zeros. I was like, well, that was me being an idiot and trying to outsmart the computer. Now I'm going to let the computer do what it's really good at, which is following <laughs> sequential instructions. I, I guess computers are good at number crunching. And <laughs> exactly. It was like if, I, if somebody types in flippingtablespodcast.com slash 051, send them to sunriserobot.net slash flippingtables slash 51 and don't even tell them you did anything. Just do it. Yeah. You know, and that's like that, that was important to me that we get right. And, and he was a huge help with that. And I mean, that kind of polish is, is all over like – in some sense, we're doing a simple thing, like we're setting up simple pages and trying to do it in really efficient ways. But there's there's a lot of polish going in of like just doing the right thing and thinking about these problems. That's yeah. the fun of this project, I think. It is, and I, I think we've we've seen enough of a response uh, from our listeners that I think they appreciate it. Yeah. You know, because I, I I think you and I have talked about it before. I've had to unsubscribe from shows that. The links were constantly broken. Uh, the audio sounded awful. You know, just all these these little paper cuts. No one 
game breaking mm-hmm. terrible thing, but it's like we've tried really hard to to do the best to our ability first and then improve our ability so we can do better. Exactly. So we're in it to win it. We basically. are in it to win it. <laughs> so check it out, sunriserobot.net and yeah. the show notes for this episode, sunriserobot.net slash flipping tables slash fifty two. Yeah. And uh wow. if you've got a little bit of time, rate us on iTunes. If you want to go the extra mile and support us on Patreon, I know it sounded like we were joking when we said a dollar would help. That is absolutely no. deadpan serious. One dollar a month from all of our listeners would cover everything. Yeah. We would be able to buy new stuff. We would be able to pay for hosting. Launch it would, new shows. Yeah. It, so that would be phenomenal. So get out there. Support us. You've been doing an amazing job so far. Just keep being amazing. Pretty much. And Mike, I'll see you next week. Yep. Yep.